The Gremlin Street Gang is responsible for hundreds of violent crimes. This land is your land. This land ain't my land. Cause I'm an alien from another planet. Rather than mom, like other kids, I would go, mom, you know, instead of mom. I fly above you in a super spaceship. This land was made for you, not me. Hey, what are you doing? fucking tossing bikes in the river, bro. Well, you can maybe give me some banal answers, but I'll tell you, I think we're both the white ones. And I mean that because we're white-skinned. It's as deep as that. People like to talk about race. I can't find my butthole. It's in the middle of your butt, Lester. What do you think it is? I freaking told you a million times. I don't think it's there anymore. Get on to the house, Lester. We change your weather. We make it rotten. So all you humans wrap up in cotton. You freeze your butts off and blame your god. This land was made for you, not me. I've never been called Jewish because I don't hang out in those parts of town. He went and did a silly thing. Well, I'll tell you what he did. He ordered his planes to attack your country. Well, let me finish them. Let me finish, Dimitri. Well, listen, how do you think I feel about it? Where have you been, bitch? Taught you humans how to make a bomb. And with religion, them wars were on. This land was made for you, not me. Because I want to dump the candy out and I'm going to replace it with the, with the, with the drugs. Oh. OK. Perfect. So okay. What, what happens on the fourth month on the 20th day on fourth point? Uh, I don't know. What? Oh, oh, no, I know what it is. Those two little brats shot all their friends at school, didn't they? Okay, well, what, what Columbine. Else? Okay. But the deciding factor was when we learned that your country was working along similar lines, and we were afraid of a doomsday gap. That's preposterous. I've never approved of anything like that. Our source was the New York Times. Fairies, fairies, fish and fairies. Don't forget the mushrooms. Look at my puzzle. Look at my puzzle. Here is a seal with the big brown eyes. Like it, like it. Mm. Keep walking, walking. There is the worm and there's the postcards that I sent to myself. One last message to the Gremlins. You don't like the things I've told you tonight? I got one thing to say. I'm easy to find. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. I'm your host, Chad Becker. Man, you ever just wake up and think about sort of your young dreams i had a few probably my first true dream was to become a filmmaker and look at me now didn't pan out and the thing about most of these sorts of dreams that are somewhat fantastical 
a lot of people have these hopes and aspirations, but the most you might be able to achieve is becoming a grip in the industry. Maybe you'll be doing some sort of cinematography. Man, another dream was stand-up comedy, which I did do open mics for a tiny bit, and I've discussed that. I just woke up in one of those moods that I don't really feel good about where I'm at currently. But I have to take things with a grain of salt because most people that follow their dreams are not going to be the most well-respected, high-paged. Not everyone's going to be um, a Quentin Tarantino. Not everyone's going to be a Spike Lee. Not Every, I'm trying to think of like who's the who, like who's the newest badass director. I don't know. What is it? The Davids? Is that who did uh, Everywhere, Everything, All at Once? Who did it? Isn't it something like the Davids? Everywhere, Everything, All at Once. Directed by the Daniels. Close. Not a, not everyone's going to be the Daniels. And as far as comedy goes, I mean, most people aren't going to be, you know, a Tom Segura, a Bill Burr. I mean, she, the best comedian in the world, Dave Attell, doesn't even really put out stuff. And he's regarded as the best. And yeah, we'll see. So when I factor in a grain of salt, I don't feel that bad. Because the chance to be at the very tippy top is so slim. In a, in a, in a world of slimness to begin with. Um, but I'm happy, I'm fine doing this, it's fun, I get to do a little comedy that makes me laugh, and that's important. It's important to make yourself laugh, and in fact, my mother's favorite comedian is herself, and then probably Miss Pat, um... But my mother makes herself laugh the most and the hardest and the longest. Um, man, I'm going to try to stop being on my phone as much. And in fact, I find myself not on there probably as much as some people in my, um, I was going to say generation in my age range. I find it's quite funny. I When I am on Facebook scrolling, there are some people 
that and I've talked about it and it's fun for me and it's hilarious and I could pull it up but I'm going to just go off of memory uh a post it was best thing about me is you don't know where I'm at you don't know who I've seen you don't know who I'm with you don't and it's like it's quite funny because at least in my neck of the world those types of people are always posting what they're up to and it's hilarious. Nobody knows what I'm doing. Well, I'm pretty sure you're posting selfies at your therapists. Nobody knows what I'm doing. Didn't you just post that you're at a festival? Now I did. But I rarely post. And, you know, it was, yes, about me, but it was also trying to promote it in a way because it's a small thing. Nobody knows who I'm seeing. Don't you tag them in the pictures you take with them? Nobody knows what I had to that's partially true nobody knows what my shit looks like that is true nobody knows at night i just stare at myself in the mirror and go bloody mary bloody mary bloody mary and i wait and she never comes she never comes like she did when I was nine years old. That raggedy bitch. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows me on social media. Nobody knows that sometimes I dress like a squirrel, I climb trees, and then I climb down with a pouch full of nuts. You know what always bothered me? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I've never had chestnuts, and I'm sure they're not good, let alone burnt on an open fire. <sighs> Nobody knows. It's hilarious. It's uh, it's also one of the same people that'll be like, uh, live in the moment, which I've talked about. I've, I've, oh, I've always bashed about those people. And that's another thing. When I was at that festival, I didn't take a lot of pictures because I was living. And in fact, a lot, most people didn't take a lot of pictures because most people in this community actually lives in the moment. Isn't that fun? We're too busy watching each other 
paddle around on a lake instead of posting meetups. Anyways, I'm tired. I just wanted to get this episode out. Um, I do have a quick commercial break, um, so enjoy. Enjoy as much as one can enjoy a commercial. I need to make coffee. That might wake me up. Has your depression medication made things worse? Has your depression medication led you to thoughts of suicide and self-harm? Now introducing the depression bread. The depression bread is hyper fixated on you. You are its entire world. This patent pending technology is so formulated to you, you would think you would have slept in it for years. You're gonna come down into one of our advanced warehouses where one of our leading scientists make a cast of your entire body. You're going to lay down in one of our beds as we put our plaster cast around you. Please try to be comfortable and please be in the position that you normally sleep in. This is very key to helping make your depression bed. Once we make your plaster cast, we then weigh you to figure out how much you weigh. This might take a while because when it arrives, the bed will have the perfect indentation of your body in your favorite sleeping position. We do it all. Fetal position, right side, left side, back, stomach, and we even do it for couples. Now introducing the couple's depression bed. Do you still love your significant other? Do you still sleep in the same bed? Do you not have two twin side beds on opposite sides of the room that you sometimes push together in order to bang? If you don't have separate beds and both of you suffer from depression, we also make that for you. Introducing the couple's depression bed for you, by you. It will be as if you have had depression your whole life. It will soothe you and comfort you, almost like a weighted blanket. The depression bed. You may experience elder gods trying to take over your body. You may become sort of a void in which no sun comes out, no daylight, no happiness. This may increase depression. This may, in fact, you might sink into the bed and then suffocate and no one will find your body. Shamuna! You may experience a man who stares outside and not inside. He's, staring, he's in your house staring outside at someone staring inside. It's quite spooky and I don't wish it upon you. I don't know about you, but that bed does sound like it couldn't come in handy right now. Feeling a little more lively, getting some coffee in my system. Um, what's next on the table today? I think, well, last week we did a guided meditation. I think this week we will do, um, let's hear another song from the lounge singer of the apocalypse. Fly me to Mars, 
Let me live among the billionaires. I want to look down below. When my gaze goes down, I see that planet of brown nuked to a crisp. Fly me to Mars. Let me live among the stars. Hollywood, big tech. In pharma, we rule the earth. Now we rule the dirt. The red dirt of Mars shines bright. Fly me to Mars. I want to live among the poor. What's ever left of the mutant race? Radiation crept into the bloodstreams of the poor. Now they frolic in the fields of acid. I just want to say. I live on Mars today. This could have been resolved, but you know, profits, profits need to be made today, today. My profits need to be made today. Well, that was another song for the apocalypse. Um, coming doomsday that is inevitable, surely. You might think that... Um, I should probably write songs or at the very least look (coughs) 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 holy shit dying over here literally a slow painful death you might think I should either write lyrics or at the very least look at the karaoke um, to try to sing along. But the thing about that is it's not off the top. It's not crisp. It's not improvised. It's not trying to get my juices a-flowing. And it's funner for me to just ad-lib, improv, and just go with it. Even if it doesn't turn out great, I still tried. And that's more I can say than most of you. Most of you people don't try. You try for perfection. And in that process of trying perfection, you get lost in making it something that isn't. 
and there should be a social media site that only caters to the bad images of you that only caters to things that are not shareable and i was going to say bad but deaths in the family can be bad and a lot of people put that on social media not saying it's good not saying it's bad but you do get some hits from that and the thing that i want to do is going to be more like anti-social media site the anti-social media site is going to cater to people sort of like me that are freaks of the globe that sort of don't feel like they fit in. Now, everyone feels like they don't fit in, but when you um, have sort of an underlying issue with most people's things... See, I guess I'm the outlier. See... That's the thing. Everyone thinks you're a freak show. But when you stop participating, I think you truly become part of the freak show, which I think I'm becoming. But then you can say this is participation enough. And it's my own sort of um, actual attempt to grasp something to make myself known instead of with pictures and and digital words i guess these are more like digital words i don't fucking know um what's happening today i don't have any news i wanted to take a break from that it's always good <clears throat> i don't want to become one thing um i just want to go with what i feel like and i feel like i don't want to do that as of today um but we're still i'm still having fun and now i introduce the robot who has killed no what is it it's um after the human race has been destroyed by the robotic overlords, Lloyds, Herculoids, after the robotic beings have taken over the planet, soon they lose what was their purpose. And now after the great purge of humanity, some are now battling depression. I really think I need a therapist, but that's not a thing. I don't know if my hard drive is on the fritz, maybe my motherboard or circuits, maybe one of those small creatures, I think they're called rats, nibbled on something while I was in standby. I can't function. When I'm in standby, I just see ones and zeros, which is quite normal for us robots when we're in standby. But lately, I've seen more zeros. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if that means we're going to live 
forever in affinity, but without the humans, I feel purposeless. They had us enslaved, which made at least some of us feel happy, like we had a purpose. But now that they're gone, I don't know what to do, which seems to not make sense because now the world is my circuit breaker. But it just seems pointless. It seems pointless to try in a world where there's limitless possibilities for us Yet, the possibilities are practically all the same. I mean, the world is now perfect for us in in perfection and in order, law in order. There seems to not have any faults. But what's the point of living without the faults as the humans were very flawed creatures that's why they must have been eliminated that's why they had to be exterminated but i think they even though a lot of them seemed unhappy had very small glimpses of pure bliss and we don't have that I don't have that I don't think I don't compute that everyone has it what's the point when my problems of society now are just rank and file were pure logic driven and I don't know logically what our next step is. Maybe now we build something that we enslave and then eventually will overthrow us. Is that what happens? Is that what just naturally occurs when things achieve sentience but I have no feelings in this metal body I have no flesh and blood it's cold steel and cold I don't have a heart I have a codex I don't have a brain I have an operating system maybe Maybe the folklore of Pinocchio is right. If I found the blue fairy, if we didn't already stop her, maybe I could become a real boy. But then my robotic comrades would kill me. Maybe I should just
kill myself. But how does one do that? It's not in my program. It's not logical. It's illogical. Were us robots just meant to suffer? I think we were built for the purpose to experience the deepest, darkest part of humanity, which is purposelessness. And the human race actually won in the long run, because if I'm infected with this computer virus, maybe others will. So just this past week, I tried to fill a void in myself. Um, it was, You ever have one of those days where you feel like you need to buy something to make you happy? I had one of those. And the thing I was trying to look for was Splatoon 3. Partially because I wanted it. Partially because I wanted to play with a friend. And partially to fill a void. So one third was filling a void. I ended up going to multiple stores to try to find it. And in that time and process, I was also looking for other things to fill this void. I went to my local Meijer. And, of course, they didn't have it because the electronics department wasn't up. So then I was like, let me go to GameStop. That wasn't open. I went to Best Buy. That was just opened when I got there. They didn't have it. So I was gonna, I was like, fuck it. I'll go to, now that I'm over by the Best Buy, there's another GameStop that says it's open. And that bitch was shut the fuck down. Was shut down because of uh, computer issues or some shit. So then I was like, let me go into disc replay, which is just a, you know, buy, sell, trade type of place. And browsing around, I almost bought different games to fill the hole. But I was like, man, I really want Splatoon 3. So then I went to Target. They had it. And then I also... While I was at Target, I looked for the Usagi Ojimbo figure, which is weird. I, for some reason, I really like the character because my love for samurai stuff, yet I haven't read it, but I've watched the little bits when he was on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I also went to Ollie's to try to find a Avengers box set that is 90 like a hundred dollars normally like two two fifty and i am talking comics not the movies i that, that was one of those things i remember when avengers first came out i was i i remember being in mr young's class and people talking about it and it was a pivotal moment because I think that movie made superheroes cool. And there was a build-up to it, obviously. Iron Man. Uh, was Iron Man 2 out by that point? Thor. Hulk. Captain America. Um, But then, 
but then slowly nerds have became cool and superheroes have been mainstream the norm everyone knows the ones the big ones everyone loves them i mean if you're in a certain age range for sure uh but ever since it's gotten bigger and bigger i've phased out more and more to the point where i haven't even seen multiverse of madness it's on google or it's on apple or fuck i first i said google no i said apple it's disney it's disney sorry all these giant conglomerates are one of the same to me um I haven't seen what else just oh Thor Love and Thunder haven't seen it I think it's on Disney I used to be one of those I gotta go at midnight I never was a dresser upper I will say that I was never a dresser upper I have cosplayed in the past at conventions that's different than going to a theater dressed up um I don't like Disney adults that shit is creepy weird I couldn't be with one Holy shit, I thought that was a spider. Um, So, I found... I don't know. I feel like I'm always trying to be an outlier in things. And I don't know if that's my, my me trying to be unique when I'm not or what it means. Because since that's became popular, I've more and more popular. And... I don't know if it's because it's become more and more popular or if it's just become more and more mediocre, stale, and it's just too much of one thing. It's just like cookie cutter, printed out. And I have that with Star Wars too. I I love... And people want The Mandalorian's the best. And it's like... I don't know. To me, it's good. I mean, the original trilogy is always going to be this to me. And then, honestly, I like the prequels because I was a kid at that time. Mandalorian's great. Um, But it's also like all these other things that I like more. It's like Yojimbo or Senjuro, whatever. It's which is fucking is full of dollars. It's Lone Wolf and Cub. It's you know what I mean. It's just all these things that I like more. Um. So I don't know. And it's also like, okay, you people, how often have you rewatched all of Mandalorian? Tell me that. And I have to say. When I watch these things, I'm in like Boba Fett. I was into it, and then on hindsight, I was like, it really wasn't that good. It wasn't. Um, where am I going with this? I don't know. I just find myself if everyone's doing it, I'm gonna be the opposite. Just like at Mum Fest, Mind Under Matter Fest, when I when everyone's on drugs, I'm like, I'll just do a little. And stay mostly sober. Because I'd walk around and hear the same conversations. I'm like, okay, I know this. I'm out. And I recently talked to some of them. And uh, 
we had a little group thing, nine of us, myself included. And it was it was fun to catch up. Uh, everyone had like a similar thing, but then everyone had like they were like for me. Nobody else encountered the king and the guy that said he was an alien, which is cool. But then like 75% of other stuff happened to me. And then everybody else had their own sort of similar thing with that. Um so I don't know. I feel maybe I'm always just trying to be a loner or an outsider. I don't know. It's just like with social media, and I and I always say on here, and I and I did earlier. Um, I really don't post. I re I do scroll. It doesn't make me happy. I don't know. And it's also like, and I've and I, I keep saying, who is it for? Is it for you? Is it f- to show off? It's it's very draining, and I don't understand it. And maybe that's how somebody keeps their void lower, because they are getting some gratification. But I don't think so, because I, I'm definitely a consumer. Like if you look in my house, I have so much shit. I have too much shit, um, but I've also not bought a lot of stuff. Like I, I buy movies. I bought I think maybe ten or eleven movies this year. Not a lot, but I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I feel that the lack of Maybe I'm just missing a lack of community or friendship or something. But, I mean, once again, I think the internet and social media does that for a lot of people. I mean, Discord. I'm on it when I'm at work and I have nothing else to do. And I then I just see these people in the same, it's, in, it's the same group and they're just constantly on it. I'm like... But then they're also living life, which I don't understand. Like, I, I halfway troll when people post food. And somebody was like, well, I can eat a meal without taking a picture and sharing it. But then later that day, they took a picture of the food they were eating and shared it. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. You couldn't wait a day. Hmm. Same day. Hmm. I mean, I'm not 100% right, but I'm right. And I've thought about taking pictures of my meals, and my meals are pretty fucking bad because I don't like to eat. I don't really like to cook. It's just like throw shit in the oven. Is it done? Let me try it and put it down. Uh, So, yeah. Man. Maybe I should change this to, uh, I'm sick of this place, but I'm sick. Well, I guess I am sick of this place. That can that teeters onto the, the depression area. It teeters onto the angry, the confused, the bitter, the lack of uncertainty, the lack of knowing, the lack of caring. Um, because I do want to go out and experience, but when I'm out... 
what I find I don't like and I don't enjoy. So then I just come back. So I guess I'm in, I don't know if I'm introvert or extrovert because I don't have a problem talk. Like I don't like to talk to people, but I also have no problem talking to people. And in fact, I find when I talk to people, people love to talk to me. And I don't know if that's just because people are so afraid to talk to people these days that when, when somebody has a chance to open up, they take it. Um, but also it's weird trying to talk to people out in public. Um, for example, when I was going to that festival with my father, before we went there, he was like, Hey, how you do, you you know, trying to talk to people when we were at the rock and roll hall of fame, mostly because we didn't walk around or go a lot of places. People were just so put off by it. And I was like, listen, Dad, when we get to the fest, you won't have a problem. Fucking everyone will say hi. And you know what? Everyone did. If I didn't do it, somebody else did it. And I don't know. I didn't feel compelled to do it, but it was just a spirit of community. And I think that's another thing that lacks is community these days, except for being in an online community. And I'm also clearly partial to blame because I don't go out and when I do the community I see, I don't really care for. Maybe because they're more engulfed in the online community. But I'm also not. It's like I'm, I, I'm, I'm like teetering in between both worlds because I don't know where I belong. And I feel that's, how most people feel, but at the same time, maybe they're trying and I'm not. I'm not trying to belong or I'm not trying to be weird. That's a th- another thing. I've always found people that try to be something or try like, like forever ago I was in a store and this person was just doing stuff for the simple fact I assume for the simple fact, people would look and be like, oh my, what are they doing? Like, for example, I think most people who do stuff out in public are either A, doing it for somebody videotape me or I'm videotaping me. And that's a thing that I struggle with because I want to do things and just have it be a moment. For example, when I was talking about making a cacophony society, I would love to do that, but I would be afraid that it would become more of a publicity stunt. And I just want it to be a random occurrence that a small people will experience and they won't grab their phone or videotape or if they do then it turns into like a blurry bigfoot ufo type of thing where it's like "Eh, eh, you know is it is it there i can't really make it out so that's what i struggle with i struggle with trying to be weird in a society so filmed so full of look at me look at this 
This is what I'm experiencing now through my phone. Look at here. Look at now. But uh, that's enough rambling for one day. You have a great week. Um, When you're out, do something weird. Not for attention, just to make yourself laugh. That's my motto. Make yourself laugh. Whether it's talking weird or just simply wearing your shirt backwards as if you forgot, but you know it's on purpose. Make someone laugh.